まみむめもかきくけこさしすせそ。Yes. お誕生日おめでとう<笑>お誕生日<笑> That's all I know.We <笑> are recording.One <笑> one of the highlights of my Japanese boarding school was when we had to do a speaking exam. You had to do it in front of other girls.Yeah. And a girl, let's call her Cordelia. Her actual name. <laughs> <Yeah> . She uh, got up and the teacher asked her, What did you do in the holidays? And she said she did Justin Bieber.、She、I'm going to need more. She didn't understand the question. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. I can't think of any songs. This every time. Oh, do you know what? I have a song that I have questions about. Okay. Do you know the Megan Trainer one at the moment that's like. I can almost guarantee I don't. I could have my Gucci on. I could have my Louis Vuitton. But even with nothing on, I made you look. Have you heard that one? I no, I've not. You should look it up and play a little bit of it for yourself. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Because then I, it's been on the TikToks, people dancing to it. And there's, I only know about it because there's a lot of greyhounds that are like, I could have my Gucci on. Do, do, do. And then it's a picture of them. Is in it called made you, made you Look? Yeah, in a fancy outfit. And then it's like, I could have my Louis Vuitton. And then it's a greyhound. That's it. I still don't think this counts as you singing a sin. I made you look. I made you look. Yeah, that'll do. Okay, so I have questions about that <laughs> song. Okay. All right. That have been burning me up inside. And I don't know why no one else is talking about it. The lyric is, I could have my Gucci on. Okay, sure. Maybe that catches a look from someone in the know about brands. I could wear my Louis Vuitton. Absolutely, that's catching a look because it's going to be looking lovely. Makes sense. Even with nothing on, I made you look. Excuse me. If you are walking around in public with nothing on, absolutely people are looking. Why is that? Someone's going to notice. Why is that like a brag? Why is that a humble brag to be like, well, even with nothing on, you'd look? Of course we'd look. You could be the stinkiest turd in the toilet and everyone's going to look at you still. It is, it is actually more notable to have nothing on than to be wearing your Louis Vuitton. Are you seeking resolution to this? I just, just, that, <laughs> just, outraged I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't get the lyric. Am I interpreting it wrong? Does my argument make sense to you? I, yeah. So everything you're saying, I feel, I feel like you're justified to be a little bit incensed about it. Even with nothing on. Anybody with nothing on would make me look. I might regret looking, but I would look. I, you're right. You're right. I, more, more people need to talk about it. Have you sent something out to the world or is this you getting that this out is, now? No, this has just come to me now. Um, but I've been thinking about it every drive home. How often are you listening to this song? Not often, but it just sort of, it just pops up in my consciousness. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's catchy like that. It's pervading your mind.、It's、And she、eerie. married a spy kid. Did you know that? She married the boy from Spy Kids. Oh, yeah. I forget his real name. Juni、so, as the character. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so they're an item now.、Mm. Yeah. He was in something else, not as a spy kid, but as an adult. And he.、Um, I feel like it was some sort of murdery crime, something、oh. in, that, in that vein. And. But he was the perpetrator,、Ooh. and he he was really he good. good. He was really good at playing the、was. kind of creepy, unhinged character. He was、oh. really good at it. Okay, I'll have I'll have to check that out. It surprised me. So I've sung you in. Check. Did you though? I definitely did. Okay, all right.、Moving、I definitely、along. did. But I was going to tell you my shape story. Okay, 
Um, because we do have a nice bowl of shapes. We have a bowl of shapes here. Pizza shapes, which are my favorite. Yes. Um, and I did notice, do you remember when shapes brought out different shapes and everyone freaked out and then they were like, well, we're going to have the new shapes and the original shapes in stores? Yeah, because millennials, we we won't. We weren't having it. We won't be denied. Because the claim was flavor you can see. And on the new shapes, they said that they'd baked the flavor in and you could no longer see it. I call shenanigans. Nor could you taste it. No, it was terrible. They were awful. Okay, so they're still marketed as shapes originals, but there were no new shapes on the shelves. (laughs) So I think they're the only shapes available still. Good, as it should be. We just go back to calling them shapes, can't we? I I mean, I always have. I never let go of it. shapes originals. Because in true millennial fashion, I will just continue with what I feel is right until people you forcibly just, change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Put just, you in a box. I'm not allowing change to happen. <laughs> like a cat. Uh, if I feel it's unproductive. <laughs> <laughs> Old before your time. This is a story about pizza shapes. Okay, I'm very. You have my undivided attention. So it was. I think in year 11 of boarding school, which meant you had your own room. Yes, I remember. Not, not that I was there, but I remember you telling me. And I had a box of pizza shapes in my cubie, which is what we called a cupboard. Uh-huh. I was at school. Sometimes when I came home from school, there'd already be a friend in my room just sort of waiting for me to get back if they'd had last period off or whatever because mm-hmm. yeah. they wanted to chat. And I came back and I found my beloved friend Chloe in my room. She's sitting on my desk and she's got my box of pizza shapes. Oh, that's a mistake. <laughs> and she's eating them, but she's looking like underwhelmed by the shapes. And they are shapes originals. Pizza Sorry. Sh- pizza shapes originals. She's looking wildly underwhelmed by the shapes. I walked in and clocked, like, I already know why, but I let her continue to eat one or two. And then she says, these shapes are really like weird. They're kind of stale or something. Oh my god! I've just remembered the end of this story. <laughs> that's because I remember. I remember. That's because I'd sucked all the flavors <laughs> and put them back in the box the night before, <laughs> not anticipating someone else would come in and get them out of my cubie and eat them. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about this. You fully get up to tell me the stories if I'd never heard it, but I actually had just repressed it in my mind. So Chloe's still, to this day, Chloe's not eating shapes near me. If You can't be trusted. They were my shapes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wanted the salt, but I wasn't that hungry. Mm. Mm. MSG, delicious MSG. You just sucked it off and popped them back in the box. <laughs> So anyway, that's my shape story. I'm sorry. I'm just that's one of the, them right now. <laughs> one of the grottier things I've done in my life, I think. There are a few things that you do that still surprise me. Yes. Um, so I think that like I have my quirks. Mm. Um, so there are some things that surprise people and some that would probably make perfect sense to them, but aren't probably typical. <laughs> like the level of arrangement of my pantry cupboard is probably not typical. But it doesn't surprise people. No, it's absolutely expected. Sometimes I don't remember to shut the pantry door and I sit down on the couch and I just admire it. I'm like that with my own wardrobe. I don't close the doors because I like to be able to look at my clothes. Okay, but I'm the opposite with my wardrobe. I'm very, very messy with my clothes. 
Oh yeah, I I know all about your laundry <laughs> files. Chaos. <laughs> so I have I have chaotic laundry habits. I do laundry, like I wash it, I clean it. It just doesn't always get put away. It gets put in like a pile. The pictures of the piles that you send me are outrageous. Once a week I put the pile away. <laughs> I put all everything, I reset everything, but you know, I'm doing two workouts a day, I'm doing work. If I have anything after work that requires casual clothes, like four or five outfits a day. That's I'm doing a lot. That's right? a lot of outfits. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. So um, anyway, <laughs> one of them is my fridge magnet, which you noticed. Yes. I only have one fridge magnet on my fridge and I don't think that's typical. I think it's interesting that you can only cope with one. Sorry. I'm going to clarify for the listeners. You have more than one on the fridge, but there's only one that gets to go on the front of the fridge yes. in prime viewing locations only one visible the others live on the side inside the sort of fridge hole yeah (laughs) (laughs) the others are tucked around the corner (laughs) because uh, and when you drew my attention to that when i came in i was like oh where's ophelia because it's for as long as i can as long as i've lived here as long as you've lived here the magnet on the fridge has been ophelia yeah and i went to an exhibition um called feared and revered with my friend connor Mm -hmm. which was an excellent exhibition and I bought a fridge magnet of Lilith that I really liked. Of a Mother of, of Demons vibes. And so she's gone on the fridge and Ophelia's gone around the side. She's taken up prime location. But I feel like two fridge magnets, right, is a slippery slope to a cluttered fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, You've seen my fridge, haven't you? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like putting everything up there. I'm putting um, like if 40 is leaving his white card training certificate on it's the up. table... I'm putting it on the fridge like an award. Yeah, you've got actual awards there's, on your there's fridge. There's actual awards on my it's fridge cute. for my housemates. Um, I also I like to document all the things that come in the mail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this makes me sound so insane. But um, every time like a real estate magnet arrives, boom, on the fridge. On the fridge. Because like, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I can't have enough magnets because you've got I've, stuff to I've got a lot hang. of stuff to secure. Yeah, okay. So I will put something on the fridge, but it is going to be the priority thing, the one thing that needs to go up there. Okay. Yep. So it's the priority bill that must be paid. Whatever. Mm-hmm. One thing can go there. That's it. The script that needs filled. The only the one thing. Uh, we're so juxtaposed sometimes. I know. Okay, I. but then <laughs> laundry chaos. This upset. I folded two baskets of laundry today just because I was like, oh, they need they need doing it. And I put them away immediately. People find this very upsetting. I don't use pegs. There's two reasons why this is acceptable, and I just want to confirm. Okay. <laughs> Reason number one, if you're like me, I use the dryer for everything. Because I don't believe in hanging washing out. I hate it. I don't have a dryer. Reason number two, where it's acceptable, is when you have hung them inside on a clothes error no. or a clothes horse. Those are the only acceptable times. No, I hang them outside on my washing line. Um, just, I free ball them. Just no pegs. Sorry, the third time where this is acceptable is when you're in some kind of camping arrangement and the only <laughs> clothesline is a piece of that sort of blue and yellow rope you've got strung up between two pine trees. No, Which is, as far as I can tell, it's I not the case. I have pegs. They're out there in a little peg bucket. I just, I'm not putting them on something if I don't need to. And I've learned through experience, I actually don't need to. I think pegs are a con. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a conspiracy. My to- stuff doesn't <laughs> blow away. <laughs> it's, 
stays on the line. <laughs> you do have the added security of um, your clothesline is encapsulated in the cat run. No, it's outside the run. Is it? Yeah. Have a squizzeroony at her. Oh my God, it is. And if something blew off my clothesline, like it could end up on a visitor's car. I've also got... Qu- okay, so I'm just going to explain what I can see right now <laughs> out the window. <laughs> I've cracked the plantation shutters just to have a good squeeze. <laughs> I can confirm that there is a sheet on the clothesline with no pegs whatsoever. There's also, there's also a, um, a very nice sort of table and chair setting directly under. <laughs> like, what if you get tired or something? But on the table is a basket of... <laughs> Folded washing just sitting in the sun, not not inside. Yeah, because I'm not going to bring it in and then take the basket back out to get the sheets at the end of the day. Yeah, because that would be lunacy. <laughs> I have to close this now. I can't look at it anymore. <laughs> so there's my laundry chaos. Oh, no, nah, that gives me all sorts of So there used to be an exception. Vibes. Yep. The exception was socks and undies. Yeah, of course. Um, I've dis- I now, just with my socks... Perch them around the edge of the basket in the sun and they dry that way. Okay. They're not even making it to the They line. don't make it up onto the line. And the undies, this used to infuriate my grandma, but I would hang them. So like women's regular briefs, mm-hmm. I would hang them by one side so that the waistband is long ways hanging perpendicular to the clothes <laughs> Do you know who else does that? Who does that? My brother does that. Oh my God, yes. What oh, a vibe. Not with women's underpants, no. obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> just something I've observed, like when I've seen like clothes and I'm like, Who's Pat, done this? No. <laughs> Me, that I've done it. Um, I don't know if I have told you about this, but do you remember the very first share house I ever lived in when I was 18? Yes, obviously. Um, in the Heights my, of um, uh, Scullin. One of my housemates, and I'm, I know you know who this is, the very, very, very tall one. Yep. I, I've actually, this has come back to me now, like 10 years later, Ooh. is that he also used to not use pegs, <laughs> or if he did, he used them in the most chaotic way you've ever <laughs> See, seen. See, I think that's worse than not using them. There was another, there's another sort of bit part to this horror is that the clothes... I don't think I truly don't think he knew to spread them out. So, so I'm not talking about spacing the clothes like each garment out. Yes, the actual clothes themselves. So, like the t-shirt. Instead oh of like, no, to unwrinkle it. Oh, no, no, it's going up in like one. No, nah, no. See, I'm not doing that. Like, like a wet towel just Ugh. over the top. Yuck! Like that's <laughs> cooking all sorts of things in the creases. <laughs> if anything, my basket of folded laundry out there baking is for extra like. Bug death. It, in fact, it's sanitation. It's san- yeah. In these times, one must do what one must do. Uh, I can okay. I can get behind the basket of washing in the sun. That's like I'll accept that. Okay. Um, I'm uh, even willing to accept the lack of pegs. Um, purely because now, what I've conjured in my mind is an image of um that friend of ours. No, no, no. <laughs> and no, no, his no. washing and your situation versus his um. I'm willing to accept yours. Okay. The other thing is, um, this isn't actually a quirk, I don't think, or a surprise, but just talking about domestic chores. I am, and I'm loving this phase of my life, I am firmly in my dishwasher phase of life. And by that, I mean 
everything is going in the dishwasher. Like I don't care if I'm running it just for four big pots and some cutlery and it's full. I'm running it. They are not getting hand washed. I fully, fully endorse this. It's Um, so good. So when I was living my best dishwasher life, um, because currently the house I live in, our dishwasher is on the fritz Mm. for two years now. (laughs) It it drives Courtney insane. Um, I was going to say something, but I won't. But every, I reckon, I'm going to say every two to three weeks, Forty mentioned talking to his friend who's a plumber and getting it fixed. I've heard this many times from, via you. <laughs> and so every time he says it, I'm like, oh, that'll be good. Uh, knowing full well um, the dishwasher's not getting fixed. <laughs> and the, the reason you... the dishwasher doesn't work is also the reason the bath doesn't work without some serious MacGyvering. Did you get hopeful the first couple of times he mentioned it? No. Oh, I just God. could sense it. I could sense it. Oh. He's going to listen to this and be like, you're a doll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, it's anyway. fine. <laughs> well, yes. So I'm firmly in that phase and I don't know when exactly the transition happened, um, but I've just, I've just found myself. And do you know what it helped me understand? It helped me understand people who have crockery and cutlery that is only for special occasions. Because it's the crockery and the cutlery that even if it's like, even if all of your stuff is not dishwashable or you don't have a dishwasher, some things are easier to wash than others. Yes. And some things you have to be more careful with when you wash. It's not about the using, it's about the washing, the cleaning up. I fully agree. It is, it's about the uh, taking care of it to return it to whatever cupboard it came from. Yeah. So I am just, everything is going in there. The plastic's. I mean, and because I'm a bit chaotic about these things, like the plastics are on the bottom shelf. I don't care if they melt, they melt. They haven't yet. It's fine. They're not going to. The stuff with gold rim that says it can't go in the dishwasher, it's going in the dishwasher. Still fine. Like if it's gold rim from like T2, I'm putting it in there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Mm. Nothing Mm -hmm. has gone wrong. I I fully agree. I'm all about dishwasher life. When I lived um, in... What I'm going to refer to as South Bungendore. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Because there was a dishwasher in that house when I lived there. Um, But it was one of those funny half dishwashers. Do you remember? It was like, it was really skinny. Yeah, I remember it. Um, I loved it. I looked forward. Part of my nighttime routine to feel really happy about myself was shoving everything in the dishwasher. So good. And going to sleep to the sound of it on. Oh, yes. Makes us like rhythmic. (laughs) Beautiful sounds, lovely. And I would wake up in the morning, and all my stuff it's was clean. done. Oh, and while I'm so waiting good. for the waiting for the coffee to like come out of the machine, yep, I'm chucking all that stuff away. Exactly. Now, putting dishes away, I have a method, and I don't know if this is the normal method. I take everything out and I put it in little piles near the cupboard it needs to go in, and then I go cupboard by cupboard and put them in. Not nah, crazy. Put it away. <laughs> <laughs> such a visceral reaction because <laughs> i've got such problems with it because i've lived in a lot of share houses yes and when people do that it really aggravates me no, i'm doing it immediately <laughs> but i'm just putting them all out first and then i'm going around and putting them cupboard by cupboard okay um the closest i will get to that is if i um if if i've not stacked the dishwasher myself because there's a system when i do it of course um and if someone has just 
gone hell for leather. Me. And yeah, yeah so, say, <laughs> pretend, imagine you've sacked the dishwasher. I've sacked the dishwasher. And there's fucking shit everywhere. <laughs> I am. Because you can't take it out in a sensible order. No, you can't. Oh, so that's why I'm doing this. I'm unloading it. Yeah. Into into piles like directly above. The, I'm not taking them anywhere, but like the bench above the dishwasher. Yeah, I'm putting all the big plates, all the little plates. Yeah. All the, like I'm putting all the stuff together. Yep. Or 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 I'm taking all those bits out, making a pile, and taking it for a direct trip to put okay. it away. I don't coming think back I'm, and doing okay. the next thing. I've now I have realized the reason I do that is because of the way I chaotically stack it. That n- needs to end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't impact anyone. Okay, if it, look, if you're living your best life, I think go for it. <laughs> okay, excellent. Um, okay. Oh, we're, oh, I've already pressed record on this. Perfect, we're off. No, we're on. That, yes, that's what I mean. Oh, but like we're off and going. We're off and going. <laughs> Sorry. Off we go. <laughs> yeah, so we are 20-something minutes in, and I think it is a good time to do apo- shout-outs and apologies. Yes, you – I. so I only have a very quick one. It functions as both a shout out and an apology. Ah, okay. I'm curious. I've judged someone prematurely several times over about this same thing. And I've not tried it myself. And then I've tried it and I've regretted every judgmental thought I had about it. Did this person know you had passed a judgment? Yes, I quite openly judged and shamed them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm into it. So the person's my colleague, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. And Kelly lives that minimalist life i don't know she calls it minimalist right but it's it's not minimalist there's stuff it's just everything has a place okay i'm very into very that. curated yep yep it's like, a museum there's, there's definitely more stuff than minimalism but that could just be the function of she lives in a tiny tiny place okay sure um anyway so she stores most of her books in boxes because she's not got room mm-hmm. the ones that are on display are organized by color Oh, okay. When she's first revealed this, this is a new and foreign concept to me and I can't handle it. I'm like, no, (laughs) no, we can't be doing that to the books. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And then in front of other people who I know will also not vibe the color coordinating of books as a form of organization, (laughs) have outed her as a color coordinator of books. Okay. So that she can also feel the weight of their judgment. Wow, you really were quite ruthless about <laughs> I'm this, really gone I am on this. Okay. <laughs> Poor Kelly. And it was decided the only thing worse is someone who turns, this was an Instagram of an actual neutral minimalist who turns the backs of their books against the wall so only the pages are out. So, oh, so that there's no colour. Colour, no. yeah, I see. Okay, anyway, over the last few weeks, I don't know what came upon me, but I decided to see what it would feel like to arrange my books by color. You're insane. It feels so good. Okay. It's just, am I observing it on that shelf over there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It feels so, so good. I have to say, actually, I didn't know what I was noticing, but I noticed that something felt more harmonious over it, there. It is. Ju- it just brings absolute Marie Kondo joy. Okay. Okay. All right. I am about to embark on doing all of my books by color. Oh, okay. But I'm going to do them by still by section and then by color. <clears throat> so all of the Australian fiction together, but by color. All of the nonfiction together, but by color. Yeah, because you're not an animal. No, <laughs> no, exactly. 
Um, you got to draw a line somewhere. But anyway, that was my main... <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kelly. I knocked it before I tried it and I was wrong. My system for organizing books is that there absolutely is not. I'm, I'm wild. I'm shameless and wild about it. I put them But in, you know where they are. I put them in and I know where they are. That's that's the main thing. Mine is absolutely it's a um I don't know how I would describe it. Um I was gonna reference a particular show, but I know you haven't seen it, so it won't make sense. What was the show? Um Warehouse Thirteen. Oh no, no. Um where part of their job is to like put the artif- the dangerous artifacts from yes, the world away, right? right? Uh, and it's somebody's job and her name is Lena and she's very connected like spiritually and intuitively and her job is to sense the energy of the artifacts and figure out where they're going to go so that they can't like so they're in the right spot next to each other (laughs) and i that's how i organize that's how you organize books books. and that's only going to be a problem there's only one situation in which that's a problem okay and that's if you go missing and you've left a cipher for me using the pages of a book and Uh. i have to find the book that's the only time that's a problem because then I'm going to have to channel you channeling the energy of where the book would be. If I left you a cipher, uh, yes. like an alphanumeric cipher and some kind of decoding, decrypting puzzle to find me, I would ensure the starting point would, you would understand where to begin. Thank you. And I like to, I would like to think that you would know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think about this a lot. No, not a lot, but I have seen on the TikToks recently and I insist on calling it the TikToks. Like, I like it. Like yeah. my granddad called Uber the Uber. <laughs> so. Or that German teacher from um, oh, school, she called it. Mrs. Yannick. Yeah. The, the Hoogle machine. The Hoogle machine. <laughs> the Hoogle machine. Yes. Uh, we were taught language by Hoogle Translate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> what a time. I've seen on the TikToks people making the like, if I go missing file where it's got the photo that they'd want people to use on the news and like a piece of their hair pulled out by the roots and like their dental records and their passwords to all their accounts. And all <laughs> I can think when I see that is this is a steal my identity file. I fully agree. I think if I, I, I mm, I can almost understand leaving the DNA sample, uh, but I just I just think that that's going to be easy enough to find. However, I do something um, in Ubers. Um, oh, yes. I always, like, make always- sure I, I leave a fingerprint on the window, <sighs> which I know is crazy. That's a good... I- but it's a tip I got from re- doing some reading about what police officers do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen leaving, that. Leaving fingerprints when they on touch the cars. cars. Yeah. Mm. I um, I mean, I'm not sure they really need to do that anymore because they wear body cams. But mm. yes, I never accept when Ubers try to offer you like Mentos or water. Ah, I never eat it or drink I, it because I'm like, well, that could be roofies. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. Just, anyway, we've taken a dark turn. Yeah, we you have. You had I've an got, apology. I have a shout out first. Okay, shout out, and then an apology. So, um. The shout out is to our number one fan, Lily T. Lily T. And her number one fan, KZ, um, sometimes affectionately referred to as Daddy Kyle. Aww, so her partner him. Kyle. Um, 
they we'd just like to congratulate them yay on the purchase of their very first house oh and they bought it near me so they did they're like it'll be easy to have them over as guest potters so i cannot wait to move in with them um (laughs) (laughs) take my dog and live three minutes away from you i'm looking forward to that so all i'm hearing is (laughs) they have bought you a house that's what I've come to understand. That's, yes. that's how you're framing it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've got no further questions about that one. I'm intrigued by your apology though. Okay. My apology. I think this is going to surprise you. <laughs> you said that <laughs> and I don't know what to expect. So do you remember um, several weeks ago, it was um, on the, like, if you, if you're from Canberra and you're a, um, a public school teacher, you'll be familiar with, um, week zero, which is where <laughs> yes. you're at school for, what is it? Three days, four days or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's no kids there. Yes. So on the very last day on the Friday of, you know, whatever you have to do to get ready for the school year. Um, I actually, after that day, even though I really desperately wanted to go home and just do nothing and go yes. to bed, uh, I attended, um, an event with my family because my brother had bought us tickets. Oh, you it. went to Somersault. I went to Somersault. So uh, first yes. things first is my brother, Pat, who bought us the tickets for Christmas, didn't come. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. D- did he buy himself a ticket? Yeah. Or- yeah. Okay. He just was like, mm, not vibing it. I'm not vibing it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> just gosh. <laughs> Um, that's such youngest child energy. Secondly, and it's important that I prefaced, um, the fact that I, even on the way, even as I was walking in, I was like, I want to go home. Is that why you tried to give me a ticket? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to give you patch tickets. So I, so at least you could come and be like miserable with me. (sighs) Sorry. Um, I wanted to be miserable at home. (laughs) I'd like to put, I wasn't miserable the whole time. It was just when I first got there. It's hard getting yourself there. All I wanted to do was go home. Um, but I met some fans. Of our life, yeah. Oh, I met some fans. But people we know? No, people we don't know. Sorry, what? Yeah, okay. So, what? <laughs> no, this, this is lies. And, no, it's true. And this is this why is I fake would, news. I would like to issue an apology to Ross and Chris because <laughs> sorry, <laughs> they absolutely were engaging so politely and so positively and so kindly with me. And I was just not in the mood. Oh, no. <laughs> Bless them. Oh. Um, we'll just see if we can find them on the Insta and tag them in your um, apology. I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was, I've been carrying the weight of that guilt so, for some time. <laughs> what did they say? Oh, I no. just have to revel in this moment of having a fan that isn't like our mum. <laughs> Okay, it's my we mom. We have different mums, by the way. It's my mum adjacent. <laughs> okay, mum adjacent. I love that. My mum's desperate to listen to it and I told her I'll share it with her. She keeps <gasps> dropping. Is Serena allowed to listen now? I'm not ready yet. Okay. I don't think. Um, I think once we've got 10 under our belt, I'll feel pretty good about it. After today, I think we have 10. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 12. Um, <laughs> and she's desperate to listen. So she keeps dropping hints like, oh, and what is your podcast called again? <laughs> what? She just can't find it. No, I've not told her. I've kept. Are this. there not enough people in both spheres of like both your lives that you could that she could find out if she really wants? I think to. she doesn't want to transgress. Okay, she wants permission, and I will give it. I just there's nothing. It feels um, vulnerable. It is in a way to show your mum. My 
my mum listened to it immediately. I, I'm, I know. And then sent it to everyone she knows. Okay. A bit, <laughs> that's what I'm worried mine will do. <laughs> Our fan base is going to increase exponentially it's once Serena gets her hands on Disproportionate number of public servants <laughs> listening to us talk about nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have, if we're doing the small segments before we go on to reporting back on our actual lives. Yeah, we've got quite a, I have a lot to report on. Um, I just have a few things that I want cancelled. Please. I have one thing I want cancelled. Um, okay. But I would like you to go first. Um, so I, I came across this around Christmas time. I don't know if I've already debriefed it with you. And it has come out of the blue. I've never mm. seen this before okay. on the socials. I've never heard of this happening. I didn't know it was a thing people did. And then it was all over social media. So parents would have wrapped the Christmas presents. They've been by the tree however long in the build-up to Christmas. Kids mm-hmm. go to bed. While the kids are in bed, the parents build all the toys, unbox them, build them, and then just put bows on them for when the kids get up. No, the building is the best bit. Yes! What are the kids f***ing doing all day? <laughs> <laughs> Again, a visceral reaction. So I'm sorry, that's absolutely cancelled. Nah, boo. boo. Boo and hiss. Boo and hiss. Oh. Who has, why is this a thing? Who, who decided that was okay? Is it because... Also, that shit takes a long time to build. Exactly. Is it because kids can't focus enough long enough to get them built and have tantrums? Why is it? Maybe we need to do more digging as to the origins of this. I still believe nothing will convince me to to uncancel it, but I, I'm still I'm still curious about how it came about. I've never heard of it. I had to learn patience as a child by opening my gift and having my granddad immediately take it off me and start playing with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to wait my turn. <laughs> I think that's important because you're an only child. Yeah, it's so. good for me. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, okay, the other thing that's cancelled, and this has no relation to Christmas, is songs or radio ads that have sirens in them. Yes. It's alarming. Because Yes, especially because, um, I mean, this is... A, when you're driving. Yeah, you think something, like there's, there's an emergency. It freaks me out and my heart rate spikes and I'm... Panicked. And I often listen to, um, like, when, I, when I'm at work, my, my day off class is on a Friday, and I am at my desk for several hours with my noise-canceling headphones on pretending that the world is not happening yes. around me. And when I hear, sorry, and this has happened to me twice this year. Okay. And I, and I heard alarms. Yeah. It's, why? And I, and I was like, oh, my God, there's, like, a lockdown, there's a fire, there's an emergency. Like, yeah, it's not. I'm, I don't want it in my life. Thank you. Get rid of them. It actually should be banned. I think it's a hazard. <laughs> like, I genuinely think it's a hazard. This is almost in the same vein. And I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but the time that you told a cafe that I had a cochlear implant. Shut up. You can't tell me this. Because <laughs> you didn't like the radio. <laughs> I had to turn it down. <laughs> Okay, I said that is <laughs> what I said was. <laughs> Sorry, I might be misquoting you. <laughs> okay, one, you were over an hour late. That's, that is true, I was. <laughs> Two, it was a chocolate cafe. It had no business pumping beets. Yeah, like it should have been like nice, like Swiss like, restaurant. You music. could not converse over this music. It was really loud. Three, what I actually said was. 
I'm waiting for a friend who has a hearing impairment. Could that you please it. turn the music down? And then when you arrived, I told you you had a hearing impairment. And I had to just act like I had a hearing impairment. Not but that I- that looks like anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just in case they check whether the sound levels are okay, that's the background. <laughs> no, this is so bad. You're telling people my secrets. <laughs> I'm such a witch. <laughs> I thought it was one of your cleverer ruses, actually. Look, it gets them to do it, no questions. <laughs> do you know what? If you wouldn't have to do that. If, if people were normal. If people were normal and were just listening to music at normal decibels. Yeah, at one o'clock on a weekday in a chocolate shop. Yeah. Thank you. Or, yeah. <laughs> I want one more thing to cancel. It's radio related. Okay. And it's this phrase from an ad for Mazda Utes. I don't listen to the radio. Okay. So I'm curious about this. So I think this is all I can imagine has happened is Mazda are like, okay, we can start marketing new cars, new utes to Gen Z. Like they've got incomes now. We can start that marketing. How are we going to get Gen Z blokes? I'm going to say blokes Mm -hmm. to buy a ute. And this is the line they've come up with. Buy a ute fam. No, I don't know. Are you ready? Okay, I'm listening. You do ute. No. (laughs) (laughs) get out (laughs) hate it every time and like they've used the same kind of like ocker bloke voiceover to do it so so it's like (laughs) you do ute no 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 no. it's it stinks of desperation yeah honestly that needs to get flushed because so that one's banned she pongs she pong (laughs) <laughs> anyway, how have you been? I've been good. Can I? Can, I've got one thing to cancel. Oh, you have. You've got some guests. Because what we are doing here is actually embracing cancel culture. Yeah. Um, I like to think of it as me reveling in my late grandma's, I don't know. Legacy of cancelling things. Legacy of cancellation. Yeah. My dad would say <laughs> he's put a fatwa on something. I love when you use that phrase. So if we go to, like, if we went to a cafe once and had a, <laughs> excuse me. A poor time. I've learned how to edit our swearing out, okay. so don't worry. Um, if we go to a cafe once and we've had, for some reason, an awful time, fatwa on that place, we're not going back. He's being polite about it in the mm. moment. No fuss is being made, but we're not going back. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. Um, the thing I've got to cancel is a throwback to a previous segment um, of phrases we want to keep and phrases we want to yes. put in the bin. And I don't have anything to keep, but it is something I want to put in the bin. Please. We love a bin moment. And I really hope you agree with me about oh. this because I hate this. Okay. It, I, I cannot convey how much I despise it. Go on. It's the word hubby uh, for husband. Okay. No. Right. Okay. So many things. <laughs> hubby. Yeah. I do have a hire a hubby. Okay. Okay. The only time I think it's acceptable is in the name of the business. Literally the only time. Sorry. But they sign their emails off. So you get like a Christmas, Easter and birthday email. Stop it. And they sign the emails off your local hubby, Troy. No, that's hot. <laughs> I love it. No, I'm, in, I'm into that. I lo- and they turn up when they come to do your jobs. The, the good thing, this is, I'm not being paid for this, but I should be. The good thing about them is no job is too small. They tell you when they're going to turn up and they turn up when they say. Get out of here. I know. And they call in advance. 
So Tracy works in the office. Tracy calls in advance to let you know. If there's going to be any changes, they let you know. I've had a phone call with Tracy before. Oh, we both... Okay, we both dealt with Tracy. She's great. Um, and then... Troy I don't know if... Oh, I'm not sure if it was like Tracy, but I, I've talked to the, the office lady. Yes. At Hira Hubby, um, whoever it was at the time. I think, I think they have like a Canberra-based office lady. Oh, it could have been the same could Tracy. Could have been the same one. And then okay. Troy comes out in his pink van and his pink shirt and he fixes his stuff and he's lovely about it and he leaves. Troy sounds like the ideal husband, I've got to be honest. <laughs> Because what you don't want... You want this them is, fixing stuff and leaving. This is what stresses me about having <laughs> tradespeople is I don't want them in here and like noticing something completely unrelated to what they're here for and going like this. Hmm. And like throwing their eyes around at stuff that's not their business. Who put that in? Stop knocking no! on the wall. Who's mm, stressing me out about random things? No. No. That's no, that's off. We're off that. But hire a hubby. We're into. But the the, but the phrase, word the no, word hubby. Hey. No, we're getting rid of it. Where did you did you encounter it anywhere specifically? Yes, and I want to talk about it because this okay. is where I hate it the most. Oof, okay, there's, and there's something specific. I have secondhand cringe already. Okay, um, so when somebody refers to their hubby, mm. right? Um, in writing, like, in, you know, those like Facebook groups and they want a recommendation or whatever. And they say, yes. um, you know what? And then they're referring to the husband. Yes. You know, my husband does this, my husband, does that. but it's never my husband. No. It's ne- but it's also never my hubby. It's or the, the hubby. No, or the hubby. It's just hubby. Ugh. There's no like, there's, there's no word in front of it. There's no article in front of it to Ugh. like denote the noun. No, nah, no. It's just hubby works from home. Sorry. No. Cause you wouldn't just. I don't know what it is about the the, the structure of Yuck, the sentence, but it gives me such ick and I hate it mm-hmm. and I want it cancelled, gone, dead and buried forever. Okay, so we're cancelling the word hubby with uh, no, no articles. No articles. No, nah, no verbs. No, yeah, no, nah, hate gone. It. Okay. Boo. I'm completely comfortable with that because it makes absolutely no difference to my life to cancel that. Also, I just, I just feel like I should have your support in it anyway. Oh, of course. <laughs> Of course. Do you, have you seen those like internet memes that are like you've got one supportive friend and one to tell you the truth? Yes. Which am I? Depends. Depends how crazy you think I'm being, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think I let you get pretty crazy before I intervene. Sometimes you let me go a little bit too crazy and then go, I saw all that coming. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think it was my place to say (laughs) (laughs) and absolutely if anyone if i was gonna listen to anyone i'd listen to you but i think i think you just think because i was so crazy that it would make any difference you could have said something and i still would have ignored you no i think i just make the executive decision that like my support is more important in that moment than trying to ration reason with you i've never felt um like you made the wrong choice okay good all right well there we go yes We've had a similar, because that made me think of when you were like, oh, I think I'm experiencing, like, I think I did those things because I was anxious. And I was like, yes. Mm. We had a similar thing where I was like, I think I might have OCD traits. And you were like, is this news to you? (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely thought you knew that already. I I did. I did think you knew. (laughs) So it's funny. It's funny. This (laughs) self-discovery sort of happens. Whoops. <laughs> Different times. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, well, <clears throat> we've come to the report section. In the name of Valentine's Day, 
I've been speed dating. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I have done it once before. Okay. So I did it in 2019 pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And on that occasion, like it was fine. It was nice. That's why I was willing to do it again. The only thing that was probably pretty laughable, there were a couple of things I noted about that occasion. One, all of the women were teachers and all of the men were lawyers. Because they're the people in the whole of society who have no time to... Find a partner. Yeah. Yes. But they also <laughs> don't want to do the admin of the apps. I also just believe that those people are most likely incompatible. Yes. Okay. So then, um, and most of the women were primary teachers. Mm-hmm. The men, corporate lawyers, and they kept using, like referring to closing big deals and like um, being a big mover and shaker and phrases like that. And it was so hard not to laugh. And KPIs. They they were talking (laughs) like they were out of suits. They were like, I'm a closer. And I was like, off my legs. Like, yes. (laughs) Um, Anyway, not tonight. You're not a closer. Uh, And there were a few nice people. There was one guy though. And I just remember this so vividly because he was the last one before a little break, thank God. And I'd been trying not to laugh at the corporate lawyers talking like they're out of suits. And they were all like 25, like, come on. How big a deal are you? Anyway, this guy uh, sort of asked where I studied and I was like, oh, what, what do you do? And he said he's becoming a life coach. And, mm-hmm. okay. But he's currently studying. And I was like, oh, I didn't know there was formal study for that. What, like, how do you study to be a life coach? And he says he doesn't believe in formal education. He is a student of the universe. Mm. And that is what will qualify him to be a life coach. If you brought him home to me. Uh, <laughs> like I live at your house. Um, <laughs> I would veto that so fast your head would spin. I just, I was like, sorry. And he was like, yeah, no, like formal education doesn't teach you anything. I'm a student of the universe and that is why I will be a life coach. And I was like, oh, okay. You hiding your three degrees from him. Uh, And then he rolls up his sleeves in front of me. Okay. Like that. And he's got a tattoo on one. Not a good tattoo. So I'm paying no interest. Yeah. Um, Like almost illegible. And he goes, aren't you going to ask me about my tattoo? No. No. But now I have to. I'm backed into a corner, right? So I ask him about his tattoo and he launches into a like very pre-rehearsed, I think well-used speech about his dad dying the year before. Okay. And that's why he has the tattoo. I'm sensing you're going to gazump him. I didn't, but (laughs) I was tempted. (laughs) Oh man, I was tempted. And I like, I... Usually only pull the dead dad card for humor, humor purposes. Yeah, which I think some people, when they hear us... They find it in a together, yes. They're very alarmed. Yes, but that's because <laughs> I'm very used to the facts of this case. So this is like old, I'm used to it. You're it's, extremely familiar. It's shocking for you because you're not used to it. It's news <laughs> to you. <laughs> we were talking um, before we started recording about um, us having a f- fat time at your dad's wake. Yeah, on purpose. we did. We had a lovely, <laughs> hilarious time. We were cracking up. It was, we had a nice time. We had a lovely time. And it was memorable. It, I won't forget. We will never forget. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's, that's the experience I'd had before. It was fine. I didn't choose to go this time. A friend 
had me around to her house and she said, I've been a hermit for too long. Uh, I, you know, I did night shifts as well as university or through university. I didn't socialize then. Then I moved to a small town where I didn't really fit in. Um, that's where I met her. And, but I moved away and she stayed there for another year. Anyway, then she was living at home to try and save a deposit. And she said, I've now, I've accomplished all these goals. I've got the job that I'm really happy in. Um, I've got some friends now in Canberra that I'm really sort of happy spending my time with people that are meaningful to me. I've bought my house. I've got a budgie. Is it a budgie or a cockatiel? I've got a bird, a pet. Some kind of bird. I've got a pet and a pot plant. I've got no excuse now to not prioritize dating. Okay. She said, that's what my goal for this year is. I want to, even though I find it really hard, I want to prioritize that aspect of my life put myself out there, but I don't want to go on the apps. You go, girl. And I was like, oh, I so understand not wanting to be on the apps, but it's so hard otherwise. Because literally that's where everybody is. Yeah. And dating's just a numbers game, right? Like you've got to just churn through enough people to find one that you have enough click with. Mm-hmm. So there's, that's there's a There's no dowries in Canberra. No, that's a, that's a huge undertaking if you're not doing that on the apps. It's a lot of administration. Or it's a lot of just hoping to run into someone. Yeah, yeah. Which if you've made this your goal, you can't really do. So I said, well, I did this speed dating once. I'll have a look if it's still a thing. I messaged her the link to it. She wrote back, I've bought my ticket. And I was like, oh, we're, we're doing this. Right, okay, strap in. Okay, we are doing this. So the format is... The format is (laughs) that um, you sort of sign up to a website, you make a little bit of a profile about yourself. They match you with eight people based on that. Ah, okay. So there's pre-matching. So there's pre-matching involved, which I was pleased about because the age bracket for the event was 29 to 49. Well, that's a strong... That's a different phase of life. Yeah. Really, Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Um, There's no guarantee that I'm there for the 49-year-olds. There's no guarantee they're interested in me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it actually matched the younger people with the younger people, the older people with the older people. Um, And you sort of turn up. It was in the nightclub that used to be Unipub. Oh, and then was like Belfazors. Yeah, it's just right up the top. It's called, I can't even remember what it's called. I realized... The one on the corner. Yes. And it's like up all those, like there's a million stairs. A million stairs. Yeah. It's right at the very top. I realized as soon as we walked in there, there's a reason it's dark in nightclubs. The actual facilities were vile. They didn't have the aircon on it. It's at the very top. Yeah. The, they have these like round leather white couches like vinyl white couches that if you sat down, you would stick to, you'd wax your legs on the way up. (laughs) The floor is so sticky and there's like a mirrored walkway. It's not been a nightclub for some time though. No, it is a nightclub still. Is it really? It's still a nightclub. It's just a different nightclub, but there's a reason it's dark in nightclubs. I had never been in there in daylight. It was foul. Cause I remember that one right up the top was like the crazy dance room. Yeah. Like, you know, when it was Unipub, like, yeah. 10 years ago. That's where you went for, to end Like, you night. went right up the top just to, like, Dead. be so smashed that you fell down all the stairs on the way down, like, down, yeah. like, five flights of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, like, the, you know, the, there's two women's toilet stalls. One of the doors is broken on one. That's nice. Anyway. 
So the actual setting was vile, whereas when I'd done it before, it was just in a bar, just a regular old bar. Mm-hmm. The second thing I realized is there's a difference between the people going on a weeknight and the people choosing to spend their Saturday night speed dating. Ah, okay. And I think that <clears throat> the difference is basically a level of desperation. Did you go on the Saturday this time? Yes. The previous time I'd been on a weeknight and people were kind of still in their corporate gear. They'd had a beer beforehand, come to the speed dating. They were going home to prep their lunch for the next day. Mm -hmm. The Saturday night just was the Saturday. How do I say this nicely without being judgy? The Saturday night was people who wouldn't have any other invites for a Saturday night. Like that was their social they event. Got nowhere else to be. Yeah. That was their social event for the <clears> weekend. <throat> it was the only time they'd be going into a bar or a nightclub. Um, and they have never moved out of home. Ever. Mm-hmm. Even though they're 30 something. Never okay. lived out of home. And sort of they've worn their best hiking sandals to the event. So that's the ones we get matched with. They're they're lovely enough, but you know it's not clicking for me. That gave me an uncomfortable chill. Yeah, <laughs> um, we were sensible in that we met a couple of friends down the bottom for drinks beforehand. Oh, essential. Essential, and they started to get worried because the these boys were walking in in like matching lurid VB shirts and going up the stairs. And they were like, oh, no, this is not yours or Lauren's vibe at all. And I was like, I kind of like the VB shirt, but should I tell them that? I prefer that to the hiking sandals. Me to too. <laughs> um, but it turns out they were going to like a box event. It tells me like that, you know, at least they're interesting. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, I can laugh at them. Yes. So I definitely carried the conversation most of the time. Um, it was perfectly fine. It was hard work, like sometimes doing the carrying of the conversation. I did that thing that you and I both do where you make them so comfortable that they think you like them. Oh, God, it's our curse. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, And they think that you're really clicking, but actually you're just... You're making it so. You're making it happen because you're so, we're so good at um, filling all the little, like, sub-routines of the communication. Yeah, so <laughs> we make it feel really easy for them. They think I'm in love. I'm not. That's okay. Oh, every time. <laughs> anyway, the only one... <laughs> where I didn't carry the conversation became a red flag because he very quickly started to tell me that Jordan Peterson is actually a genius and that any videos of him saying things that are uh, concerning or objectionable are Mm. actually deep fakes. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So he's never even actually said any of those things and those are made by his enemies to make him look like an a-hole. Yeah, because he's so interesting. All his enemies want to make him look like an idiot. Yeah. He doesn't do a good enough job himself. Do, no, but he's that's not him. <laughs> it's not him. That's deep the deep fake. <laughs> I've only just learned what deep fakes are um, yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd not... Like, I, I knew... You had a sense of it. I knew that they, like... I. I knew what it was, but I hadn't heard what the word was and had it explained about how it works. Yes. I only learned about it yesterday. I'll tell you they're later. They're still like, they're quite laborious mm. to make anyway. I, to look convincing. I, I've got some questions about um, you and uh, deep fake guy. Okay. Um, will you be seeing him again? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get it out. So I have to. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sadly, no. Oh, shame. Um, and the, the transition into the Jordan Peterson stuff was really interesting because what he did, what he did to test if like maybe, maybe I'm a conservative is that he mentioned the Book of Mormon. I love a musical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so he mentions the Book of Mormon and then he tells me all of his favorite parts from it that are the parts where someone's like wearing blackface or doing something that in any other context would be racist okay, um, or sexist. And then gauging my comfort with those, which like I'm comfortable with because I've seen the musical. Okay. So I know them in context. Yep. Yep. But I realize on retrospect what he was doing was being like, blackface is funny and then i was like oh that's a great musical like it's <laughs> because it's it's making a point that people who do blackface are mm. dumb and that's what's funny yeah yeah and so i'm like oh that's a <clears throat> yeah that's a great musical and then he's been like brilliant straight into jordan peterson he thinks he's uh, like got one i've got this one hook line and sinker hook line and sinker oh, christ um so anyway <laughs> it was fine when, and you know, the, the night ended as all speed date nights should where my friend and I went for KFC. And then as I walked back to my car, a not even drunk girl, because I didn't get a single compliment. The didn't whole, you? No. And I normally, like normally a part of those small dates is you go in straight to like, people like to be complimented, right? So I'm gone straight for, I really like your shirt or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. It establishes trust. I really like those glasses frames. Get nothing back. They'd just be like, thanks. Thanks. So I'm like, do you know, I've... <laughs> I've got some theories about this I'll share with you later. Okay. Anyway, so I've, <laughs> I have not had any compliments. My friend actually has, so that's good. She had three, which she was chuffed about. Good for her. Three different men. Yep. Fabulous. Um, really chuffed. And they were about her choice of dress, which made her feel good about her choice of dress because she was worried about that. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's what I suspect they were engaging I, I with. I still think good for her. Um, I've just gestured cleavage. <laughs> I've realized you can't see that. Um, and anyway, so I'm like oh, a bit miffed, but whatever. Walking back to my car and on the way there, a not even drunk girl. I walk past her. I overtake her because I'm ready for bed. You've rounded her up. She's w- with her boyfriend. They're just having a nice potter. They've just started heading out for the night. She looks, I'm going to say 21, like youthful. Okay. I walk past her, I overtake. I'm quite a few strides ahead. I don't hear anything, but I feel this gentlest of taps on my shoulder. And I turn around and she goes full. Like, I just had to tell you, you are so beautiful. You look so beautiful tonight. And I was like, oh, thank you. And she was like, no, I, like, I really mean it. You look like an actual model. Like I double took when you walked past. You look so stunning. And I was like, oh, you too. And she was like, yeah, thanks. But no, not like you. Oh, wow. And I was like, all right then. Like... I am very into this level of sharing your perspective, uh, I, like her perspective with you. Because the measure of a night out, mm. one of the highlights of a night out that I've forgotten about since COVID mm-hmm. is a drunk gal bonding with you over nothing. This one, both of us sober, still can bond. It can happen. Still it can. It totally can. Can I ask, what were you wearing? Were you wearing that like that orange power suit thing? Because <laughs> that is hot. No, it's amazing, but it would have crippled those poor boys who never moved out of died. home. They would have died. They would have shriveled into nothing. Um, I had the little spaghetti strap white with florals that I wore to New Year's Eve that Carla liked. Ah, yep, yep. Okay. Um, my favorite thing about New Year's Eve, this is tangential. We're going back to New Year's Eve. Was that friend, mutual friend, starting off a story... 
to Carla. me, Carla. Yeah. She started a story like this. So she was she was just telling a regular story about nothing, nothing related to this, but she goes like this. She grabs my hand and she, she goes She is like this. <laughs> she goes, So it wasn't a menage a trois. <laughs> say that but I don't I did know what it was about (laughs) (laughs) and then just told me a story about absolutely nothing to do with threesomes (laughs) so like correct but nobody would have thought that (laughs) nobody was thinking it was a menage a trois (laughs) oh my god um I have to say though yes um Carla, if you're listening, I'm I'm going to defend you a little bit here because something insane had happened to her that day. No, that was the story. Oh, that was the story she told you? That was the st- But it, I would still have never thought it was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So I think we normalize just starting any story with the phrase. Now, it wasn't, wasn't a menage <laughs> So that was speed dating. I realized at the end, because we were um, we had the friends who sat with us and they sat and they waited to make sure no emergency things happened and they didn't have to like drive a getaway car to get us away from speed dating. God, that's so important. And they said this woman, which I, I object to this. This is awful. This woman kept running, like getting matched with someone. You had to talk for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. She'd get matched with someone and then run all the way down the stairs to her set of friends that were sitting on the bottom level at the pub level. <clears throat> There's a lot of stairs. That's a lot of stairs. Uh, she would run all the way down to complain about the person she'd been matched with, pretending she'd gone to the bathroom, then run all the way up for the next match and then do it again. And I just think that that's, un- that's inexcusable. There's two things. It's unethical and it's stupid because there is a lift. It's stupid because there's a lift. It's also... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's actually just mean. No, that's that's horrendous. What is she doing there, though? Like, if she's there for the purpose of reporting back immediately, like this is different. You you've waited a sensible amount of time. It was yeah, a week, couple of weeks ago. I've digested it. You've taken your time. Yeah. Um, to report back to me and all our listeners. Yeah. But. And other than Jordan Peterson, they're all lovely. <laughs> nah, she's gone there with an objective to like humiliate. And, yeah. And, yeah. No, not. It into was it. really mean. And then the final thing I have to say about She's a melted spoon. speed dating, and this is why I say it's different on a Saturday night than it is on a weeknight. Mm-hmm. The weeknight was the professionals. Yes. Um, the Saturday night, as soon as the event ended, I cannot describe to you what it looked like to see everyone over 35 who was a horny single parent just like couple off immediately. Like they just decided it was like musical chairs. Mm. It was like hetero musical chairs just grab the nearest suitable <laughs> person <laughs> they kind of locked arms and they were absolutely taking that person home that night everyone knows musical chairs is a fruity game <laughs> so inexcusable in the first instance it was wild and my friend and i just stood there and watched this happen and we were like oh time to go that's what this event is for look at the sun it's time to go they've got their kids are with their other parent this yeah. weekend mm-hmm. or like the grandparents have them or they've got a babysitter one night early. They've organized a sleepover. They're a tad urgent and they're sorting it out. They're not wasting time. Nah, nah. And I respect that. They're not here to put shoes on caterpillars, as you would say. <laughs> they got things to do. 
mostly each other. And that's that was the point <laughs> at which we were like, we'll go get some dinner. <laughs> We're going to leave these guys <laughs> on the it. top floor doing what they need to do. We've got some yeah. chicken to get to. And like, it was kind of sweet. It was like, oh, good for them. Was, no, I support that. It was nice. Good for them. I, I really do think that. I think that is the primary difference between the Saturday night and the the week night was that the mm. people there on a Saturday were there with a goal. Every hole's goal. <laughs> oh, stop. I hate that phrase. Oh, <laughs> that's another that's one. That's cancelled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought when you said that. Anyway, do you have anything to report on? Uh, let me just check my list. Um, just while we're in the same, I know that we like are jumping around a little bit and sort of the... Us, never. Us, never. The um, things to cancel and things to bring in. Oh, like yeah. the phrases. I feel like I keep weaving them in as I remember them. That's fine. Because they keep returning to me. But I do actually have a list of Please. things I would like to bring in. Some of them are things that have happened over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of them that happened at Somersault. Oh, brilliant. I cannot and, wait. And how I'm going to be inserting them into my vocabulary. <laughs> okay. So, um, I can't remember if you sent this to me or not, or if I saw it in a video. Okay. But one I really like as an insult is your brain is an ornament. Yes, I sent that to you. <laughs> <laughs> ethnic dad like yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there were translations from yeah. like arabic or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah your brain is an ornament i have had a friend describe their husband as purely decorative <laughs> i quite like that i'm into that i mean he knows where his strengths lie in the mirror yes <laughs> in good lighting uh another one is to tell someone to you know to you know piss off yep Go tile the ocean. Yes. That was so good. (laughs) Another translation from Arabic. I I think it was Arabic. Yeah, yeah. Um, This is one from my nana, my nana who's still alive. Bless, okay. No, it's it's not bless. Oh, it's not bless. It's funny. (laughs) Okay. Um, She used to say this about people, but not to them. Okay, yes. Like a a polite nana would. So this is her... When she's calling someone out, like calling okay. someone a dog or, right. a, a, or a bit of a dickhead. Okay. Um, she is referring to them as a rotten, low-down, mongrel bastard. <laughs> oh, she doesn't hold back. No. <laughs> she really likes to, uh, and I think this is a family trait, inserting as many words into yes, a phrase I like as that. you can. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know where I got this one. Um, I think I, I don't know if I saw this or if I heard someone okay. say it, uh, but it was put your Crocs into sport mode because we're going for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Crocs in sports mode. Yeah. I love that phrase. Uh, yeah. And another one is now, if you are an educator, you will understand this one. Oh God. Um, there's constant reference to using the environment as the third teacher. So in that instance, um, the teacher is an, is a teacher, duh, obviously. Uh, the students are the teacher because they are part of the educative yes. process, blah, blah, blah. And the environment is also the teacher because of how you utilize the space, yep. what materials, resources are available, et cetera, et cetera. Um, my sister and I have just started saying, <laughs> I don't know 
why. Um, but we've started saying just as a as an offhand phrase, just um, you know, when you say something that's a bit absurd, you say daytime tweed, evening shoes. Yes, come. yes, yes, yes. Um, our version of that is the environment's the third bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm adopting that one. Let me put that one down. <laughs> the environment's the third bitch. I love it. Um, but yeah, no, I've got a, I've got a few different things to um, to say. I actually think that we might save um, one of our reports of our recent event for the next podcast. Okay. I would like to come back to you inviting me yes. to sound healing. Oh yeah, and I was so disappointed. Because I did notice you sent through to the girls' chat, yeah, um, the sound healing workshop that you found. It says one you, that you sent me. No, I sent you one a little while ago, and it sold out. Oh, you sent through a different one. Did I? You did. Oh, oh my mistake. Because I wanted to do one with you. We were all lined up to do it last weekend, um, and in the night between when I sent it to you. And then you replying at like 6 a.m. saying, yes, let's do it. Yep. I went to go buy the tickets and they'd sold out. Ah, uh, okay. So what I can report okay. is the one that I sent to the to the group chat. Yes. With, um, with all it's those a lovelies. hectic one. It's got like breath work and all and of these other. Yeah. Okay. So this came up while I was, and this is, this is a side note to something I'll report on later. I, I've, I've been, I'm going to report on an experience in the following podcast, but, um, this is something that happened before when we were having we were having brunch before we went. Okay. okay. Um, so I was talking to the gang. I was talking to um, Bron and Reg and, and Kate was there as well. Yes. And um, Reggie mentioned it and she said that Matt from our netball team, who's also her husband. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, had done one. I forget where she said somewhere in the, like in the outback somewhere is part yep. of like um, the workshops and stuff that he runs. And, but he, he participated, like he was, you know, yeah, he was having it done yeah. and he said it was incredible. I have had it done and I loved it, which is why I want yeah. you to come with me to see what you, how you experience it. So we, it's in my paper brain. It's okay. in my diary for, I think it's the 17th or something. 19th of March, maybe. Yes. Yeah, you sent that one through. So the one I found was purely the sound healing session. Yeah. You've sent one through that incorporates, um, a range of meditative practices, including the sound healing as the like main attraction. Yeah. And you bring your own yoga mat. But what I wanted to report we love to you, that for because, I, because I did put it in the, in the chat, mm. but I hadn't had a chance to explain it to you. I can't find it in my diary. Um, it, that one just says healthy Harold. <laughs> but that's <in> there. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that everyone wants to come. Oh, we're doing it. We're doing it as a group activity. So you, me. Um, now, Matt, Reg and Braun are coming back from a wedding that day. So hopefully that they can come. But it's only, the wedding's in Berry, and it's on the Saturday. So, and the I think the experience is at 5.30 or 6 o'clock okay. or something. Yeah. So they're going to just check that they can come. Yep. Um, but I reckon it's a goer. Okay, we're buying tickets. I reckon we're buying tickets and we're going. Okay, we're buying tickets. Now, I did it in Bali. Ah, okay, sure. And it was it was really beautiful, but I will say this about the didgeridoos. I'm listening. It was run by some British backpackers who'd been in Australia, gone up to Bali, and then never left Bali. 
And they played the didgeridoos while telling absolute BS about what the didgeridoos represented and referring to the Aborigines uh, Ah. belief systems. Mm. And then afterwards would sell you a didgeridoo made by someone random in Bali as an authentic spiritual um, thing. And it was so ick. So my only hope is we're not entering into a similar... I'm quite sure it is not in that vein. I'm very hopeful. Because... One, the person's not going to be British. I'm pretty sure Matt has had it with with this guy. Okay, okay. And he recommends. That's why Reg was telling me about it. So, and I... He would know. So, the thing I Mm. am interested in since I've been... Because that was many years ago in Bali. Is I wonder if it taps into... Have you seen those... um, videos where they play the sounds that are supposed to relax your neurospices. Oh, yeah, the binaural beats. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I listen to those. Because I listen to those and I've listened to those for like years on the Calm app and YouTube and yeah. things like that. I wonder if it does something similar to that. I suspect it probably does. Yeah. And I suspect that the... Um, the Because it's not just in your ears, you feel it in your body. Mm. It probably stimulates your vestibular system and yeah. things like that. Um, because I was, I was actually saying to Reggie when she was mentioning it that I really love concerts um like going to like music concerts because i what i don't like how loud it is in my ears yes but i like how the loud sensation it is in my body yeah nice so Ooh. which leads me to something i'll report on in the following podcast okay. <laughs> well um but in, i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to that as well because i've got i've got a few things to report in there okay um, but we might as well, we might wrap up here, uh, and we'll reconvene another time. Bless. Bless us. Bless us. Bless us. Bless us pretending we're going somewhere and coming back. We're not going somewhere. We're, we're not actually, going anywhere. We're, we're going to make a cup of tea. We're going to have a cup of tea. Oh, hey, what's the time? Tea time. It's three o'clock. We could have a gin. I don't have. Fine. We're having a tea. Um... <laughs> I've got sparkling red. I've got that verve you bought me, but it has a special purpose yet to be revealed. Ah, uh, that's, that's coming up. <laughs> Terrifyingly, yes, but not in the next podcast. No, probably not anytime in the like very near future. No. Um, and I've got we could have a nip of gin, but I've got no mixes. Mm. <laughs> Whenever I hear the phrase nip of gin, I think about that waif song. Um, um, bl- oh, that old blackberry nip. She's, it's like Fisherman's Daughter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> You can sing us in with that to the next podcast. That's a really specific <laughs> song if you're an I Australian I love that kid. song. <laughs> Me too. I listen to it all the time. I know all the words. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, all right. Toodles. Toodles. Bye.